0: Now, we told you yesterday, as political candidates, we wouldn't lie to you. We'd yeah. be honest about our shortcomings. We have shortcomings, and we were open about it yesterday, though, mostly just me.
1: Yeah, don't worry. I have a plethora of shortcomings as well, so it's fine.
0: So for the debate eight today, AJ V VFX, sort of, uh, I think, a little bit our shortcomings, but mostly it's more about paying respect for things that uh,
1: you didn't realize
0: had an eye-opening experience with, I think. Yeah. And it starts with McCall. She did something this weekend. She's gonna tell us about, mm-hmm. and we're gonna open it up for the opportunity to discuss. Shout out, maybe some uh, unheralded workers.
1: Yeah, people that you respect more now because of maybe an eye-opening experience. Maybe, maybe just I don't know, just a newfound respect for people.
0: So we'll get into that a little bit more. McCall, tell you what she uh. Had an eye-opening experience with this weekend, but first, four one one.
1: Yes, who is the sexiest man alive? Because he's been named. It is not Blake Shelton. I'll tell you right now.
0: Um, if I had to guess, that's tough. Uh, can I still vote for what's his face from uh, Sons of Anarchy? <sighs> Charlie yes. Hunnam. Charlie yes. Hunnam is his name.
1: You can. You can still vote for Charlie Hunnam. Hooting. You know, collectively,
0: they're women like, all right, who's AJ? I got a pick. It's going to be terrible. Oh, yes, oh, AJ. Please. Great
1: pick. Yeah. That I is what I'm talking about. what talking about. He is a great pick.
0: We'll see if I'm right.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for it. Ariana Grande talking about therapy, which is very interesting that she's discussing it. And uh, the chain smokers are doing weird things.
0: <laughs> when aren't they? Yeah. When calls 411. That is uh, in about seven minutes every hour on the 11th. On VFX, and we'll get into the debate at 8. Pay forward some respect on VFX. McCall's eyes are open, and now she can see. Not well. AJ and McCall on VFX, do you need spectacles? Glasses?
1: Uh, my eyes have been tired, so Uh-oh. I don't know where my glasses Uh-oh. went. oh But that's fine.
0: Uh-oh. What was your eye-opening was- experience this weekend? So,
1: last week... It was like Friday. I got the chance to go and emcee Miss Cash Valley. So the, the pageant itself was on Saturday. But on Friday, we went through the run through. We did everything to practice and make sure that everything went smoothly. Now, I have never been a part of the pageant backtrack, I have been a part of a pageant. There was one pageant that I was a part of when I was like three years old and I ended up winning, even though I was a terror while I was waiting for the judges to come up. And then once the judges came up, I gave kisses, blew kisses, and looked adorable and won because I knew how to work the system. (laughs) So that that happened way back when. My khaki is what I called it. My khaki. Tomato Days Princess. 2000, probably not even that. It was like 1997. So anyway... I went to this pageant, and after watching everything that these ladies do, I have, like, a newfound respect because I could never do pageants. I I just – I couldn't. I wouldn't have the ability to. To walk across the stage and, like, not fall. That's one thing. But to walk across the stage and not fall, to walk across the stage and, like, swimwear, I couldn't do it. I don't know if it's self-confidence issues – like I'm I I have so much respect for these women that did this pageant this last weekend cuz I I couldn't do it Me either. I was so well, I
0: will never be named people's sexiest man alive.
1: I was Curses. I was so nervous going into it cuz I didn't know what I was doing and then like seeing everybody and all of the women and everything that they were doing and how, how powerful they were and their, their opinions on different political standpoints because obviously they had their platforms and they had what they believed in and they had what they were standing for. I, it makes me so, I don't know, just like admirable for them to be, to, to do it because I, I couldn't do it.
0: So McCall's eyes were open and that's a job, a thing that she couldn't do and that's where we're going with this debate today. What's a job you couldn't do? What's a job you have respect for? At Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, or you can call 435-787-0945. Tell you what, McCall, after traveling, I could, I could for sure check off a few of those that okay. I never want to do. We'll get into those because, you know, you deal with people. Yeah. People, sometimes people great, sometimes pen pals. It's just cynical internet. Sketchy. What job could you not do? And have respect for. That's the debated date, and I'll tell you what I definitely had solidified after traveling, world internationally. Now coming up in about uh, eight minutes for the debated eight. Now, McCall, we've used your customer service experience a lot in our show.
1: Yes, because I have plenty of like
0: it. Like ninety-nine percent of the time, AJ McCall on VFX. it's usually is an example of man, people stink. This job sucks. Yep, that kind of thing. Yep. And I tell you what could be confirmed and probably to no one's surprise, I don't know that I would ever want to work at an airline anywhere. No. After traveling internationally, because think about this. When you're flying, maybe there's some initial excitement, right, about where you're going. But for the most part, I think we're all prepared for kind of a not fun experience. Planes are cramped. Everyone's there. You got to make sure to get there. You got to get your suitcase or your luggage taken care of. You got to get through security. Like no one's excited normally to go through the plane. And so I feel like the people who deal with, you know, the desk or anything, just catch bad attitudes all the time.
1: You know when I thought about this. I think, like, I always wanted to be maybe like a stewardess because I thought it would be a neat job. But I see, I have a couple of friends that are, and they'll tell me just like horror stories. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Yeah.
0: Well, just throw it in that. And then this, what, what confirmed is now you throw in the fact that you and customer don't speak the same language.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that
0: was one of the things. Like I tried to keep in the mindset. I think my group did as a whole, like patience. But then you, you know, with your flight, you throw in the time crunch. Yep. The day we left Venice, left Italy, fly back to Barcelona, the boat service went on strike, so we were scrambling to get our way to the airport so we didn't miss our flight. And it was a small airport, so that flight was the only flight for that time. So yeah, we're we're a little on the edge a little bit as we're trying to get through everything. A little frustrating. I just think whenever you put whenever you say I'm gonna I'm gonna work somewhere where I deal with people who are either hungry or on a time crunch, probably not gonna be the best of people that comes out. No. So pass. Transportation as a whole, I think I'm good. I'm good. I think people as a whole take it for granted. I don't think generally people are very patient. I I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Ugh. One that I uh will be reminded of every day though is uh, what Ashley does and that's she works with special needs right. kids and I told her that when we first started dating I told her I said I think you do something that I could never do right. it's just uh, I think a difficult situation to be in to I think empathically yeah Because and I, and I just I feel like I would take it home with me and it would just linger and it would weigh on my soul and it would weigh me down more and more each day But to see the joy she gets from helping the kids that she works with and how much passion she has for it, I think is something I've told her before. The passion we each have for the things that we do is one of the things I think bonds us because we understand when one of us gets stuck at work, we understand why. Right. But she does something I don't think I could ever do and it amazes me every day that she finds such joy and I think it's a light in their lives as much as they are in hers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would I would agree. I don't think that's that's a job that I would be able to do. Um, lots of comments on Facebook, people saying police officers. Of course, absolutely. I I say that to Dustin a lot. We'll watch videos. We'll see videos of police officers. And I'm like I kid I couldn't do that because there's such a I I just couldn't.
0: Ditto, ditto. I mean we had entered Tiny Tim in. Uh, glad to have him back. Yeah. Doing some traveling, taking a little time off. Veteran. Bravo to him.
1: Absolutely.
0: Not something I was going to do. So.
1: Yeah. What's a job that maybe you found new respect in because you've seen the way that the things that they've had to do, or maybe you've just had like an eye opening experience? Like it all triggered really because like this weekend I emceed a pageant and I could never. I could never be in a pageant.
0: Maybe something you actually tried. Yeah. Maybe you got to try for a day or maybe you had a job and you're like, you know what, I was grossly wrong. This is not for me. That's the debate today. What job could you not do? Have respect for at Utah's VFX. Join the lots of comments we have on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. You can text as well, 68255. Start your text with VFX. What job have you maybe had your eyes open to? You just have respect for because you know you couldn't do it. AJ McCall's debated eight on VFX. Here's a good one came out off Twitter. Steve said, uh, "Truck driver, wait oh, yeah. for your families. Have to deal with bad weather." Actually, I actually had an ex who had a, a an uncle that did that, and you you throw on top like uh, sometimes boredom, a lot of unhealthy food because you're trying to stay you know quick and on the right, road so
1: that you can get get to Takes destination a, a from from destination A to destination B as quickly as you can. Following the rules. There's a lot that really goes into driving truck. You know, meanwhile you're trying to make sure that you're safe. You're trying to make sure that everybody around you is safe. And there are a <laughs> lot of dumb people yeah, that cut off truck drivers yeah. all the time. Much like if let's... you're someone that cuts off a truck driver, stop. Like just stop. Yeah, let's be
0: honest. Much like my uh, story of work at airport, right? Wouldn't want to do that. People coming with sure pieces. Same thing with trucks. People I think just have a negative connotation towards trucks. Oh, they're blocking the road, they're going too slow, right? They're just doing
1: their job. They're just doing their job. They're trying to get your food, your supplies, your whatever from point A to point B so that you can quit complaining about not having whatever it is at your stores. Like it's something that people just don't they don't acknowledge, they don't appreciate, and it just that's something that makes me so angry. Dustin's dad drove truck for a long time and it's something that I've come to respect more because obviously I couldn't ever do it. I I couldn't handle it. And don't get me wrong, there are bad truck drivers out there, but there's bad people in every profession. You can't <laughs> yes. if that's your if that's your argument. Well, I had a cut a truck driver that cut me off the other day. Well, sucks, but they just suck. Like,
0: is there a job you ever there's tried? There's some
1: people. There's some people. There's bad people in every single profession, but just because there's one bad person doesn't mean the whole profession's bad.
0: Is there a job you ever tried and you were like, nope, not for me?
1: Uh, I worked at a law office for a little while and I thought I actually could have done things there, but yeah, so I I worked at a shoe store for a little bit, worked in retail. Just for the
0: discount, wasn't it? Just for the discount.
1: Yeah, I think the whole time that I worked there, I think I made, like, $5. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, I spent all of my money on the shoes. But I used to work there, and I couldn't do it full time. I just, I couldn't. There's nothing, there's nothing worse. I had somebody steal shoes from me when I was working there, and I remember them. And I remember because I followed them around like a hawk. And the one friend kept trying to cut in front of me, and she would cut in front of me, and then her other friend would, and these girls had to have been 15 or 16 years old, and they stole a pair of Steve Madden boots. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was so upset because I was like, I caught them. Like, I I knew that they were going to, but the thing is, the way that, I don't know if it's all retail, but this specific store- Uh Uh-huh. You cannot accuse somebody of stealing shoes. If what? they take the shoes, you cannot, like, you can't accuse them of taking the shoes. If they take the shoes and they get out of the store, once they get out of the store and into the parking lot, then you can accuse them of taking the shoes. But you can't leave the store unattended. So they they don't have buzzers at the front of the store that, that worth, say that though? you, I don't know. They don't have buzzers at the front of the store that said that you couldn't, it was very...
0: I don't, how it do you, sucked. You, how had you had to try and
1: you had to try and block somebody from taking shoes, but you can't accuse them of taking shoes, and you can't like tell them to put them back. You can't, huh. according to store policy. And I couldn't do that. i it makes me so furious. Because I followed those girls around the store. It was literally half an hour or forty five minutes that I was following them around the store, trying to make sure that they didn't take the shoes because they had them. They had the box, but they put back the empty box. They just took the shoes, stuffed them in their purse, and took the box.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: The technicalities behind the shoes that that wanted wh- shoes stolen. <laughs> yeah. It was it was ridiculous.
0: Huh. I had a warehouse job that I lasted it for a week. Yeah, I had to put stuff together. It's very mindless, and my brain—I I just don't do well with that. I don't do well with monotonous and mindless work. Right. My brain wanders. I get bored. I can't do it. That's why I love this job because it's always something different.
1: Because it's mostly not monotonous. No, it's, it's never I mean, monotonous. We made pancakes
0: on Friday. Right. <laughs> what job couldn't you do that you have respect for? Maybe you had an eye-opening experience. Is there a job that you try and you're like, "This is 100 percent." Not, for, not me. for me. That's the debated date. You can uh, jump in Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Utah's VFX. Utah's VFX is AJ McCall. Who's this? Hey, it's Brad. Hey, Brad. What's up, man?
2: All right. I opened an experience job that I cannot do. It's not that I cannot do it, but I was unwilling to do it. So when I got out the military, my buddy hooked me up at a job at Osmos Utilities as a pole inspection foreman. So what happens is you um, you work as a Pretty much a worker for two weeks, and then he sent to training to become a foreman. So I worked with with that for two weeks, and what you do there is you dig down two feet below power poles, and then you drill in and test them to see if they're going bad underneath the ground. I had a 17 year old on my crew that had back problems if he'd been doing it for three years. So I don't care how much they were paying me; uh, it wasn't worth me not being able to play with my kids when I get older.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No joke. Yeah.
2: And then what you guys are saying about truck drivers, I am one of those people that cut off truck drivers. After that truck driver, if he cuts me off first, I got a car that will get in front of him and cut him off. And if you really want to make him mad, because my uncle's a truck driver, I have Matt. I have a lot of respect for truck drivers that drive by the law. But when you have a truck driver with a full load doing 95 miles an hour, you're right. I'm going to get in front of them and slow them down to 70. Yeah. And if they have a newer truck, if the truck comes within 200 yards of any uh, of a car, it will slow the truck down to 60 miles an hour until you're 300 yards ahead of the truck.
1: Hmm. Dang.
2: To new safety features that the new uh, trucks have, and then with the retail stores, the reason why they do that, why you can't intervene when somebody's stealing, is because people, uh, employees have gotten hurt during that. Yeah. So you have to wait till the person leaves the store and then call the cops.
0: I mean, logically, That's it just makes littered. sense. But based on the way cops explained it, it seems like you're kind of you're kind of doomed. Like yeah, they, yeah, steal it, they steal They steal it. And
1: it sucks because it's like you're just SOL. You can't do anything about it.
0: Yep. <laughs>
2: And then you gotta to hope to try them on camera, otherwise it doesn't matter English.
1: Yeah, and we didn't have cameras either. That was another thing. They wouldn't <laughs> let us have cameras. It was like what is the whole point
2: Oh my god. Jeez, i might go grab me a few new pairs of shoes.
0: Right. <laughs>